Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Startup Soiree Podcast. This is your host, Patrick Reif. I am in pixelated Federal Hill again today. We recorded here earlier this week, sitting amongst the incredible fine artworks of Kate Bancroft. Uh, if you haven't yet, I would urge all of you to come down and see this show. Um, you can also take a sneak peek of it out uh, on our Instagram pages. But so yeah, decamped back to Federal Hill, having an incredible January. Happy to say that since we last spoke, a lot of this snow has hightailed it out of here. I have a, uh, a gentleman many of you will know in the Baltimore uh, technology world. We're going to sit down and talk with Brian Sierkowski today about Team Password and um, where that came from and where it's going. So without further ado, Brian, welcome to the Startup Story Podcast. Thanks for having me, Patrick. Um, so give us a little bit about you real quick before we get into talking about Team Password. Sure. Yeah, I always feel like it's, it's like starting with the hardest question. Like question number two is always like, oh, what are you gonna have for lunch? Right. That first question is like, all right, well, what do you like? Boil down your entire essence. Right. In uh, in like forty five seconds. Like, give me thirty six words about you. About you, but it has to encapsulate you. And also, we have to grab these listeners. Right. You know, people are listening right now. We got to make sure that they're engaged. They're ready for this. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I'm a man of, of many uh, many loves. Uh, I've sort of my background is in product management. I sort of started at um, Order Up before they were called Order Up and worked with kind of the initial product team there and um, kind of really only now in retrospect realized how much experience I got from that and you sort of look back on it and like man I, we learned a lot and we, we did a lot of really cool stuff there and obviously Order Up's gone on to be successful uh, and then after that I said let's try something uh, sort of different so I, I joined up with Smart Logic. Uh, another name that everybody should hopefully be aware of already, uh, web and mobile consultancy. So from the, the product world to the consultancy world, um, taking a lot of those product skills with me. And then uh, sort of in that transition, I uh, competed along with Kyle from Order Up uh, in a startup weekend. And we had this idea for this password manager thing uh, that we thought would be really cool for us uh, to, uh, to manage our own passwords. So. Uh, as that happened, kind of got Yair involved from Smart Logic. I joined Smart Logic full time. Uh, and then uh, now it's like whatever it is, two or three years later, uh, all these things are uh, this cool thing that we built to scratch our own itch is now uh, has like a couple hundred companies signed up for it. And I'm uh, uh, going to be transitioning out of Smart Logic into uh, Team Password full time. Are all three of you still involved? Um, I'm the most involved. Uh, so like I'm the guy full time. Mm -hmm. uh, Yair is sort of involved from the like kind of like making sure we don't get sued standpoint yeah. and the, the operations I guess you would you would call that. Um, Kyle is not that involved. Um, but he during kind of the heyday of or like the busy time of Team Password, he was like working on getting order acquired. Yeah. So he's been like pretty busy. Busy. Um, the other guy that's involved is a guy named uh, Charles Martucci, who was also with us at uh, at Order Up. Uh, he's left. He's on. He's in San Francisco. He's a, a product designer at Twitter. Cool. So that's kind of like the team uh, in a nutshell. Well, I think Order Up deserves like a nice long nap at this point. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know, I, I, <laughs> they, they, they should get a break. They should get to chill. Although I've been to their office and they have like they have like hammocks and stuff. That's like, pretty cool. I think they. I think. I think they're. It's I think they're cool. getting their rest. It's pretty cool. We're gonna do a uh, startup warriors going to Order Up this year, so that'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, so. Just for like a, uh, a like 
punch the clock moment? What was the size of order up when you were there? Oh, geez. Um, well, everybody was in one room. The development team was really upset that they were like one desk over from like the support team. I don't know, like, like 12 people maybe? Uh, maybe fewer when I started. And also, there's a they have a support team that's remote, mm-hmm. so I'm not really counting that number. So let's say like 20. Cool. Like 20 people. Small company. Yeah. Small company. Yeah, I wish I knew what employee number I was. That would be that would be a, that'd be a cool thing. Yeah. I was employee number 20. They should I'm issue, issue breaking, t-shirts um, for the first 50. Well, it's yeah, it's cool. We got uh, hoodies. We had these really cool hoodies, which I'm I'm not wearing today, but um. Yeah, it was really cool for a while. I got to be like a super badass. Like, look at this Order Up hoodie. I was on the initial product team, but now that Order Up is like a consumer brand, like right. whenever I show up in this hoodie that I think's badass, right. everybody's like, "Oh, do you have my sandwich?" And I'm right. like, "No, no." I'm like, "I'm like this awesome. I'm I'm also I don't have your I don't have your food." You so. get this. This is this is pre IPO swag. Exactly. Man. They. Right. Yeah, Order Up kind of screwed me on that front. My my ultra cool hoodie. It's now not that. You can blame Groupon. I'll blame Groupon. <laughs> you can blame Groupon. I usually do, yeah. All right, so Team Password mm-hmm. is a product it's for managing your passwords. That's right. Um, tell us a little bit about, uh, so we know the onus, you said, you, like you, you kind of like patched it back in there. Uh, and I want to get to it as a product, yeah. but tell us just a little bit about the, the fundamental structure and the way that the platform works. Yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> It's kind of interesting. So uh, one of the big drives when you're running like a, especially like a B2B SaaS company is to be super focused on who your customer is. Like it should be like, I think ideally it should be like five people in the in the universe initially. Um, and I think we're still working to size down. But like right now, the people that this works well for are like agencies and product teams. And I think that's because when we started the, the company, we were at an agency, we're at a consultancy, and we were at a product company, so it works really well for that. But kind of the idea is that there are a lot of tools out there for people to share authentication or kind of do like the command and control thing, like the IT guy creates accounts for you and kind of pushes it down to like the worker bees, uh, and then if something doesn't work, you have to like make a phone call. Right. And we're sort of like, we're working within teams that trust each other, so like product teams, agencies, I mean, there, there are some limitations, but kind of the core premise is that it's four teams that trust each other um, that are trying to remove like the spreadsheet of passwords because that's kind of like a that's a crappy construct because um, it's always out of date and it's uh, not easy to use you have to go to it so that's what we use yeah well it's a pain in the ass yeah I got a Google Docs are great and all but yes yeah and it's kind <laughs> of like yeah everybody kind of knows it's like if I'm ever doing like a sales pitch type thing, I'm like, you know, there's a couple of questions like, why did you, why are we talking? Uh, and how are you managing your passwords now? Or basically, uh, and like how, why are we talking is usually like, oh, um, a recent one was that I was talking to a guy and like, oh, we had this really junior like IT guy that uh, we fired. Um, and we realized that like the juniors, like the lowest level IT guy at the company had access to all of our passwords. And so we had to do this like, full company scramble to reset like 300 passwords because like a guy who um, was really just like resetting servers and stuff could have theoretically like logged into like their bank accounts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's generally the pain point. Well, that's like the impetus. That's not really like what we're solving. What we're solving is like, especially like product teams, you sign up for all these like analytics tools, measurement tools, like development pipeline tools. Like everybody needs to have access to that right, stuff. Right. Um, and it's just like, all the, a lot of the other, if you look at another solution, once you know you have the problem, most companies don't know they have a problem, but once you know you have a problem, then it's like you look at these other things that are so heavy, and like, no, like, 
all these people, like all the developers should have access to all the developer passwords. If somebody needs to update it, then they can update it. But they shouldn't necessarily have access to the finance passwords. But if you have access to the finance passwords, all the financial people should be able to have access to those things and edit them. So that's like generally our alignment for like collaborative teams who are just trying to like, yes, there's security. You should have like long secure passwords. And yes, you should limit who has access to what, but kind of like the day-to-day -day practical thing is that like your team should be more productive. You shouldn't be super frustrated. Like I've sat in rooms when as a, a product team and as a consultant, like with a room of like six developers and like the meeting is stalled because someone can't log into a site. Oh yeah. And like in my head, I'm just seeing like the, I'm seeing like frustration rise. Right. And then I'm also like watching like the, like the fixed costs meter run of like, like how many thousands of dollars is this costing the company, mm -hmm. you know, this huge company that we were meeting with uh, in the fact that we're all sitting around waiting for somebody to log in and they have to go, they have to leave the meeting, bug somebody else who was at their desk who wasn't in the meeting. Ah, it's a mess. So that's kind of, those are the things we're trying to uh, attack. Um, and then you're also more secure and you're also more, you know, you're, you're better regulated as, a, as an organization. But we're trying to get to people to like make passwords like, collaborative thing and not like a, a frustrating sure. annoying thing so Did that answer the question i feel like yeah no no i really no. went off on a no 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 <laughs> went I, off on an angle there i think it's important because what you're what you're describing is a is your user base and like how your product fits them well right as opposed to and i think you know like like we can add relevancy to what you just said by going full disclosure in the other direction about the securities that are attached. Like, I believe we talked before about there's certain clearance that this product won't work for because it doesn't have that kind of like stiffly regulated security clearance sure. or whatever you need. So like, it's effective to say out loud, this is for teams that trust each other. This is yep. for create, because, you know, at the end of the day, you like, what, what you're really acknowledging is that the way that uh, social teams at agencies work is much different than the way that like a group of banking syndicates work, yeah. not just in what the securities that they need, but just in the actual tactile way that they interface with each other and that they manage their clients' accounts, yeah, right? It's like a cultural thing, right. too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a different thing. So, yeah. you know, the, the right tool for the right job and, you know, right. like there's, there's probably a lot of different password models that can be developed to fit very specific industries. So, yeah, and in fact, there are some larger there are some of those larger like command and control style top-down products where we are also at the company, especially for larger companies. You're like, okay, we use that for like our super duper, whatever, server clearances or our authentication into our network and as a company. Some companies still like have like their own network, mm -hmm. you know, intranet and stuff like that. Uh, but they also use team password because they have, for the individual teams, like we don't want to go, like I don't want to make five phone calls to sure. add a new analytics tool that everybody needs to check. Sure. So they use that for like the UX team at a company, the right. product team at a company, or if there's just like a small offshoot, it's like a group of like, you know, 15 people at a 10,000 person company that need to be able to share passwords. Or freelancers, right? Any work that you have outsourced and it's like very, very like, project based then you can yeah. you can build iterations where you're giving them exactly what access they need where and no, nothing more nothing less and yeah. and i imagine you can probably even terminate that iteration when you're done with it if the project's over or yeah it's it's a little self-serving but usually the recommendation i make for freelancers is like we'll tell that company to sign up for it and then grant you access and that's what that's sort of what we do at smart logic that's the model of like 
we want you guys to sign up for the accounts because when you fire us or we part ways, like we've been on the other side of like, oh, we want you to work on our product, but uh, we have to get the logins from this other company. Right. So like I usually push people towards that model anyway. Uh, it is good for us that we have, we get more customers than just that one person. Um, but I think that's kind of the, the best model of like, hey, create a team password account, put all of the, if you're doing like marketing consultancy for them, I want you to put, you know, our, your Twitter password in there, put your uh, SEO Moz account, put your whatever, all those, all those tools that you use to create content and do marketing and then uh, grant me access to it. And then when our contract is over, you just kick me out and you don't have to worry that you have this guy that uh, has all of your passwords was walking around um, screaming your passwords in the middle of the road type situation. I don't know that that's happened. It's, it's a possibility. You don't know. Where there's a that, will. I'm, I'm selling the fear right now. You Where don't know. A will. Somebody could be screaming your passwords right now. Like Dick Cheney in here. Exactly. It could be, it could be Dick Cheney. What passwords? <laughs> do, think about that. What passwords do you think Dick Cheney has access to? That dude probably has some crazy passwords, like some like nuke passwords or something I don't know but it's probably all in a Google Doc it's probably in a Google Doc yeah exactly <laughs> exactly alright so how are you going to grow it right so the pet project pet company pet project yeah. <clears throat> luckily you're in a position that you actually have a lot of support for how it's going to happen even though birds getting pushed out of the nest right. you're still coming from like a, a you know like a co-company that's supporting it so what are the what are the methods that you're going to use I mean even down to like you know, if you want to assign a percentage of your time, like I really think that it's all my yeah. attention goes here for this long or. Yeah, we're, we're in an interesting spot. So one cool thing about the way that we've grown is that we have this core base of customers. Um, people stick around. It's very sticky. Uh, we have negative churn so far this year. Last year we had like 1% net churn, um, which is great, especially once you get above a few hundred companies having less than, you know, losing 1% of your revenue. Um, that's not wiped out by upgrades is awesome. So we have this like super sticky product that works well. Um, that I don't have that many like product concerns, uh, but that's kind of a shame because like all of my skills are in product development, mm -hmm. writing code, managing roadmaps, getting customer feedback. Like that's where all my competencies are. Right. So when we ask the question of like, all right, how are we going to grow the company? I need to figure that out. Like that's like that's the thing to work on. So the framework that I'm going through is. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out, but kind of, we want to run a lot of experiments. Uh, we want to try a lot of stuff. Uh, so we're trying everything from working with kind of like a partnering with like a outbound, uh, like prospect prospecting company. Like, hey, like look through our customers. Let's talk about it. Um, let me see if I can just give some demos because we have some larger plan sizes. We have a three hundred dollar a month plan, five hundred dollar a month plan. If that, if we could go out and hit people up, and that would bring people in. And somebody could like close those deals. Like mm -hmm. a traditional like sales model could work for us. Uh, if they sign up for fifteen bucks a month, then that's not. That's going to be a different model. So we're doing that uh, content marketing, something mm -hmm. we're experimenting with. Um, right now, this month of February, or um, in the month of February, we are doing this twenty-nine passwords thing where we're tweeting out our old passwords. It's um, being like, hey, check out our check out our passwords, uh, and that leads to a blog post of like, hey. Like you should be able to change your passwords really easily. So doing like a like a kind of like a social campaign there, measuring that, seeing how how that works. Um, we're doing so many different things. Uh, uh, paid search. I had this really great idea of something I've been testing of 
it's hard to get in front of people at the moment that they're having like password frustration. Mm -hmm. Like usually they're like on a different site or they're not like, usually you don't Google like what is my password for X unless you're like super inept at mm -hmm. like using computers. Uh, like, like you know, your grandma might be like, uh, where is email password? Um, so, but you can do a campaign within Gmail. And so I kind of crafted a campaign in Gmail around like keywords that somebody who has like forgotten password emails has. And be like, let's get in at that point. It's like, hey, are you tired of having to do password resets? Mm -hmm. Use Team Password. Um, and everybody I've told that to has been like, damn, that is, that's such a good idea. What a great idea. And that's gotten like zero conversions. I was going to say, how's so it it's converting? like, yeah, exactly. So I'm um, just running a lot of tests like that. I mean, I think there's, there's still more channels that we can try out um, appearing on podcasts. Let's see, let's see how this does. Um, you know, but we're, I think right now we're still in like the channel validation stage. So at some point in time, we're going to go into channel optimization where we have something that works yep. and then we can double down on that. And have you read that book traction? Yes. Yeah. I assume that you're talking about channels. Channels. Yeah. It's a really good book, huh? It's a great book. Super fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, I, I usually, I want to get in the habit of doing more like, uh, lightweight reading. I'm actually thinking about buying a separate Kindle specifically for this purpose of like leaving on the table where I eat breakfast every day and just like spending like 10 or 15 minutes just like going through a book. And I think that's a great one just to go through because they, they talk about all the different channels and like it's, just get inspired of like... It's a book to read and then to reread with a legal pad and literally yeah. have it be like... I think it's a good brainstorm book. Yeah. Okay, let me sit that down. Yeah, like, exactly. It's a, it's a they, they, great like, brains. It's a whiteboard yeah. book where you're yeah. literally like... Exactly. I want to get you four together and I'm going to read this passage of this book uh -huh. and y'all listen to me and then like, let's use it as like thought provoking to see like, yeah. you know, like, I mean, it, it took me, so that book took me to the place of wanting to get order up to use some of the amazing photos that we've produced working for them over the years as some of their billboards Yeah, yeah. in town. And then, yeah, and then it led me to thinking about, um, you know, like in San Francisco, for instance, it's not uncommon to see like Salesforce and Snapchat billboards like yep. everywhere, yep. Um, particularly oh, like around GitHub billboards. Like, yeah, is anybody not using GitHub yet? Right. But, but I guess it's important. all over the place. Yeah. And then it started making me think about like billboards and how, you know, like so with Soiree, right, we're actively changing the conversation around startup businesses, not necessarily just technology businesses, but startup businesses in our city. And how they like become more meaningful to the city as we grow, right? right? So like that's you, right? You know about it, but there's this whole overground perception of it as well. Whether it's people coming from Washington D.C. and going to New York, or people coming from New York and going to Florida and just driving through Baltimore, billboards on the side that says like, "So you want to build an app?" Yeah. Startups worry with Tom Lou, right? Yep. Come listen. Come like, and people are like, "What?" Right. Yeah. These kind of like ideas where you're, you know, there's this certain amount of marketing that is almost amazing where it, it probably isn't going to have this very direct con convertible traction spot with it. Right. But what it does for like the psychology of like the, the whole over top. So that book, when I read about the, the, so don't be surprised if in the next year you start seeing some of the companies yeah. that I'm associated with running um, like even with, with the work that we're doing with the innovation village up in Penn North, mm -hmm. you know, like that's the kind of thing for sure, where as soon as we start getting money to spend there, I want to put like 
billboards up 195 that say like have you checked out the innovation village like innovation village baltimore like innovate ball like those are amazing things that we can get to trend and then you have them like you have the collateral where when they research it we also make sure we have lots of blogs that are out there around that campaign so people that are in the passenger seat on their phone on their way to Florida, yeah. see that, and then they're like, they search the hashtag, and then all of a sudden they're reading about like Baltimore's first innovation district and like the things that we're trying to do there, and then all of a sudden like, you know, maybe there's a click through out to a different to a company, you know, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, here's a, like there's a list of Baltimore companies or like cool yeah. shit about Baltimore you didn't know, and we get to like enter through these back doors and capture people's attention that we didn't necessarily have for like a very specific transaction right. but like wanting the whole world to know that like there's all this cool stuff happening in Baltimore yeah. right where the wire took place yeah that's right <laughs> for all the fodder fodder people um, alright I think we kind of like we kind of hit it how in the world do people use team password um, well so in the uh in the interest of testing, uh, we have created a fantastic page specific to Startup Soiree listeners. Awesome. They go to teampassword.com slash SS. And the reason why it's SS is because I, I can't spell Soiree. I've tried. I get into it and it's like SW and then I'm, I'm done. Teampassword.com yep. backslash SS. Um, so if you go there, we have a nice little treat for the listeners here if they feel like any things that we've talked about uh, maybe we can help out with uh, also very happy to give demos and stuff like that that's another thing I'm testing so yeah go there um, check it out um, what's your email brian at teampassword.com and is there any social that people would follow along you guys do anything like that yet yeah at team password if you're interested in seeing our passwords um, that's kind of a cool thing is that your Instagram account uh, no it's our Twitter account we're not doing Instagram yet um like maybe we should, but no. Would we just like- so you just saying that to me? I literally was going to go from my phone because I wanted to see like how you were like Instagramming your old pat. I think it's a great idea. You should do that. You yeah. should you should sit them inside of Google Docs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like get, screenshot. Get this selfie with like the uh, the fresh person frustrated and uh, like have a spreadsheet in the background. And it's like they're pulling their hair out. Yeah, I can see it. Right. I can see it. Or like frenetically, I changed my like password the other day. I thought I changed it to like Razzle Dazzle or some shit like that, uh-huh. and I didn't. And I couldn't ever seem to remember that I was locked out of it when I was at my laptop, uh-huh. and the Gmail app won't let you change password in it. And my home computer was just like, you can't remember Razzle Dazzle, so there was a problem. <laughs> All right. So on behalf of the Startup Story world, thanks for spending time so we could like learn more about Team Password. It's my pleasure. All right, people, you heard it here. It has been a while since we've had a hefty little sweet freebie, I bet, some kind of sample um, for the soiree world, but uh, the folks over at Team Password have been nice enough to put something cool. So I would love everyone to please head over to teampassword.com backslash SS and check out their product, uh, even if for just testing, even if just for the trial period, like do it. And then give them some feedback because this is a Baltimore company and they deserve to have your feedback so they can apply it and make their product better. Um, If you haven't yet, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, 
SoundCloud, YouTube. I want all of those spots to have subscriptions from all of you people so that way you can get our episodes as soon as we load them into the world. And if you haven't yet and have a spare moment, head over to the iTunes store, leave us a quick review, let everyone in the world know what is so incredible about the Startup Swari podcast. Your reviews help us get more listens for more Baltimore companies. Okay, this is Patrick Reif signing off from the Kate Bancroft show. Keep taking care of yourselves. Peace.